and welcome in to Design Thoughts Connection, a place where for 10 minutes every single week, we stop for a minute and reconnect to ourselves through intuition, psychic guidance, and emotional freedom technique. So come along with me and learn just a little bit more about you. Hello, happy Friday. I'm so excited to sit with you guys. Today, we are talking about quantum manifesting. Those of you who follow me on social media at Design Thoughts Studio, you have been following along as I've been talking about my new master classes that are coming up. The first one being quantum manifesting for love and partnership, the second one being quantum manifesting for abundance. You can look at the show notes to get all the information on how to sign up for those. Let's get started. So today we are diving in to the very first step of quantum manifesting for love. The reason I am even talking about this is because over the course of the last two years, this has been a work in progress, I have had so many women specifically sit in my little studio or sit with me on Zoom and ask about timing, about connection, about manifesting a love connection and how can this work? When will it happen? How do I do it? How am I going to find someone? How are we going to meet? And I want to start at the beginning here. And some of this is going to be eye roll worthy because we all have heard And most of us know deeply that it begins with us. It begins with you. It begins with loving ourselves first. However, there is actually a blueprint to this. So a lot of times I hear and I see and I feel people get frustrated with this idea of loving yourself first. It's almost like just showing a beautiful picture of a recipe and saying, look at this picture and just make it. It's like, oh, okay, sure, I'll do that at some point. So I want to start giving you the ingredients to this recipe around aligning with love. And we're going to start here with step number one. In my masterclass, we're going to go so much deeper. It's 90 minutes, and I'm going to give you so many steps. But the very first one is, get ready for this, write it down if you don't have a piece of paper and a pen, go grab it. The very first thing in manifesting, aligning with the vibration of love is loving yourself. And here's how to get there. I want you to first look at your childhood. And this is real work, you guys. This is something that I really want you to do if this is in alignment with where you want to go. If one of the things that you're hoping to align with is a loving partnership, you have to look at the single experience first, okay? You have to look at where am I at right now? Where have I been? So step number one and the very important step is to look at how you were loved when you were a child. Where were you shown love? Where did you see a loving relationship? Was there somebody in your life? Was there a partnership in your life that you saw that was loving and balanced, one that felt safe when you looked at it, when you felt it, when you were around it. I'm going to interject here, and if your answer is no, I'm going to remind you to give yourself grace. 
so many women that I have sat with can't recall a healthy relationship that they saw growing up. And then they can't understand why at this point in adulthood, wherever you're at in adulthood, you can't uncover a healthy relationship. One tiny portion of that is because you possibly have never seen it play out in front of you. So not only are you trying to create this loving relationship and you're not sure where to start, but you're also now being given the task to create the blueprint from scratch. And so that's what we're doing here. So first look at that space where you grew up. Did you see in front of you a loving partnership? Did anyone show that to you? Were you able to watch a loving partnership unfold in front of you at any point? Maybe it was your mom and dad. Maybe it was your grandpa and grandma. Maybe it was um, friends of the family. Whatever it was, think about that. Were you ever shown it? If the answer is no, allow yourself to repeat after me. I give myself grace here because not only is this something that I want, but it's something that I'm going to have to create from scratch, period. Now here's the beautiful part. That can seem like a daunting task, but when you are starting from scratch, you get to, actually no matter when you're, where you're starting from, you get to create exactly what you want. And that's what I'm going to offer you to do. The next portion is to look at how you were loved as a child. And this is the part that really creates movement and motion in the alignment toward, not the alignment away from. If we focus on what we didn't get for too long, it can pull us away from, but if we can focus on what we didn't get so we can create a pathway to that which we want, it creates motion forward and that's what I'm gonna ask you to do. So I want you to, for a moment, make a list, whether it's in your mind's eye or on a piece of paper, on how it was that you were not loved when you were little. So for me, I felt like I wasn't fully seen and I wasn't fully heard from part of my parenting team. So when, if this was for me and I've done this work extensively, I would write down, wasn't heard, wasn't seen. So I want you to really dig deep here and think about What were the things when you were little? Did you feel heard? Did you feel seen? Did you have to achieve for love? Were you the peacemaker? Did you have to parent a parent? Were you able to be a child? Was your opinion respected? Were you even asked your opinion? Were your needs met? Did you feel loved? Were you taught that you were lovable? Were you given the language and the feeling that you could do anything and be anything and you would be okay and accepted? These are the things that I want you to look at and you're going to write them down. And when you write them down, you're going to write the opposite. What would have it been that you needed? So if mine was, wasn't fully seen and heard, then the opposite of that would be fully seen and heard. I know this makes sense to you, but here's the caveat. You have to start implementing and creating that opposite action for yourself first. So I'm going to continue to use myself so you guys can see this as a blueprint. If I didn't feel fully seen and fully heard, so what I need 
is a vibrational creation of being seen and being heard, that means I need to see myself. I need to hear myself. So if I have a need and I'm abandoning self, then I am just continuing the cycle of the love that I didn't get in a portion of my life. So in order to rewrite that blueprint, I have to be mindful that if my body talks to me, if I'm getting a cue within myself, I need to make sure that I'm making space to listen to it. And it doesn't have to be just in the moment. That's a beautiful thing. But also, am I creating space every single day to connect in with my body, with my intuition, with my deep knowing? Why do I need to do that? For me, it's multiple reasons because I get great peace there. That's where I talk to my soul counsel, but also that is where I connect with my inner child and I say, your time is worth this. It's important for me to hear what you need. I hope this is making sense for you because this is the first step of drawing in any form of love. So whether you are excited and hopeful for a new relationship or whether you are in a current relationship that you're ready to feel a little bit more in, this is where you start. What blueprint were you given when you were little? Where is the void and how do you fill that void with yourself first? If you have a story of abandonment, one of the ways to start to heal that, and so many of you know this and are working on this already, is to make sure that you don't self-abandon. And what does that mean? That means when you know something is good for you, you do more of it. When you know something is not good for you, you do less of it, right? So here's the thing. You guys know me at this point, so you know that I'm a huge advocate, and I always will be, for the fact that this is never a place for perfection. We are human. We are human doing soul work. So the soul work is beautiful and perfect because it's soul work. The human application has no access to perfection. This is what I want people to understand and what I have come to learn over multiple practices and multiple practice spaces that I created and that were created for me. The door to perfection in our human life has no key. We have no access to it. It's not for us. Perfection only comes for the soul. The soul has access to perfection because our soul experience is perfect. Our human experience has never meant to be perfect. So this is what this means. Most of you, because you're human, are going to create this practice and there's going to be moments where you still abandon self even though the practice is not to abandon self. Why does that happen? Because we're human, period. And part of this work is getting to a point where we can fully just accept that part of it, land on it, and move on. This isn't about perfection. It's about always moving that needle just a little bit closer to the path of least resistance, right? Moving the needle a little bit closer every single day with each practice 
closer to the path of least resistance. So I hope this makes sense. I'm excited for you guys to dive in to step number one. I'm excited for all of you who are signing up for the masterclass, Quantum Manifestation for Love and Partnership. And then also in December, the next masterclass is Quantum Manifesting for Abundance. You can get each of those separate or you can buy them as a bundle. I'm going to put all the information in the show notes. And I hope you have a beautiful and wonderful and connected Friday and weekend. I'll talk to you soon.